Good morning, everyone. This is Sleepy Dad, and I did an episode yesterday afternoon. It's actually up now. Um, so, the storm came and went. Uh, from what I understand, a couple of my friends um, down here where I'm at got a little bit of damage. Uh, so far, I haven't seen nothing too severe yet. Um, I didn't get any damage, so that's good. Uh, my family's still sounds asleep right now for at least a couple more minutes. Um, so where the former high school where I used to work at, they are completely out for today. I have no idea how my high school, my school district looks. I just hope that everything's still fine. My wife asked me a question last night that I have no idea the answer to. Um, and my phone was about to die, so I didn't even look it up. But she asked me, why is it that tornadoes happen more in the county area rather than in cities. And I said, I have no idea. I said, I have no idea. But um, I think it's just because of how open it is and everything. And then I started thinking, that's just a dumb answer. That's just a dumb answer. Do want to, you know, help a help a fellow musician out. Uh, I did just pass by a church and see that Matthew West, a contemporary. Um, Uh, contemporary faith musician um, has this 18-wheeler, his semi, uh, for his band and all their equipment and all that kind of stuff, sitting behind Northwest Baptist Church. So good luck, Matthew. I hope you, you have a good show. A great tour. The music scene's really picked up a lot more around where I'm living than it has anywhere else. Uh, I used to live in Cleveland, Mississippi, which is actually a home to a lot of musicians. And the music scene up there was not even as big as it is down here. Granted, we have the Temple Theater. Uh, a lot of churches are using their own buildings to have concerts. Uh, we have the Riley Center. Ooh, excuse me, the Riley Center. So these are these are big venues apparently, and you know not not. I'm not sitting here, 
you know, complaining about it, but I just, you know, wow, this is, this is a big deal. I would love for money to hit my account that is owed to me. Yeah, once again, another IRS thing. I think you're probably tired of hearing that from me. I'm sure probably a few you who listen to these episodes probably are going, dude, I'm so tired of hearing about it. I've tried to take a, a step away from doing all the political stuff, um, but I, I'll, I'll give this a try. President Joe Biden, right? I'm not saying it was Wednesday. No, 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 not Wednesday. It was, it was yesterday. Tuesday, Monday or Tuesday. President Joe Biden signs lynching is now illegal and a hate crime. Here, here's some food for thought. No shit. No shit is some it's illegal and a hate crime. Like it, if it's illegal to assault somebody in public. Or just to assault anybody. Right? What do you think lynching is? Lynching is basically tying a person up, hands behind back, feet bound, um, sometimes even having a rope around their neck to keep them from falling over, and beating the ever-loving shit out of them. is one of the cruelest and most inhumane forms of abuse I've ever seen anybody have to endure. And I hadn't seen it physically with my own eyes, but I've seen it in images and pictures of it in history books, real history books. We're not talking about that bureaucratic bullshit that everybody's throwing down other kids' throats right now. Excuse me. We're talking about 100% real life. Like, here's pictures of what actually happened in the 1960s and the 1970s. I'm just trying to figure out where the hell is this lynching coming from? What state? Who? None of us made any kind of news. I love how America has lost its ever-loved fucking mind recently. And we're not talking about the whole country. I'm not talking about my neighbors. I'm not talking about... Uh, I'm not talking about people in my, my state. I'm just talking in general. Okay? We went from t- 2019 to 2020... With hope in our eyes, we're like, all right, this is gonna be, this is gonna be a good year. It's gonna be a great year. Yeah, bullshit to that. Okay, it wasn't a good year. It was, it wasn't a great year. It was a terrifying year. Everybody started living in fear and in panic. So in 2020, we get this exposure of this virus. We'd heard about it a little bit in 2019. But we're thinking, okay, hey, you know, China's all over it. They're 
they're working on it. Hopefully, it won't become big. And this was towards the end of 2019. We're talking about, like, 2019 at, like, December 30th and stuff like that. It took three months for it to become a global-wide pandemic. That is the longest it's ever taken a virus to get that big. Three months. And that's great. That's a pretty big, long-time gap. First of all, I have to say something real quick. I'm going to interject this. Gas is down right now at $0.09. Down $0.09 from yesterday at the gas station I go to. Should have stopped and got gas. Maybe I'll be able to stop and get gas on the way back home. I got paid today too, so that helps a little bit. But back to what I'm saying, right? Three months it took for the virus to become a worldwide pandemic. Okay, I, I can I can get behind that. All right. And then, as if shit wasn't hard enough, as if shit wasn't bad enough. The George Floyd murder. And I'm going to call it what it was because it's murder. I don't care who you are. I don't care what you have to do. Officers, if you have to subdue somebody, do not put your knee on someone's neck at all. There are too many possibilities for something to happen, go wrong, and kill a person by putting your knee, foot, whatever, on someone's neck. That's one of the most fragile parts of your body. The bones are not even really connected in your neck. They're tied together by tendons. That's what allows it to move all which directions. But it is not a solid structure for part of your body. You can even feel it yourself if you actually take some time to, to really feel. And these officers are going to plead not guilty, that that's part of their training that they had to resort to in order to subdue this man, to keep this man compliant, to uh, keep them from hurting themselves. Four guys against one, and that's how you had to go? You couldn't just use a taser? You see that crap all the time with everybody else. Why is it at this point... That was not an option to use. Why did you have to get physical with a guy? Now, I remember, like I said, I'm not a right wing. I'm not a left wing. I'm not conservative. Oh, I am conservative. But I'm not a liberal. I'm not all this other stuff. I'm right in the middle. I find myself using more Republican tendencies or having more Republican tendencies of my viewpoints and everything. But there's a lot of viewpoints to everything. And this is one of them. 
Physical violence is not the answer for anything. I'm driving by a lot of homes and I'm glad to see that there's not too much damage and really there's not in some on this road there's not any damage at all. That's great. It's probably so minor. It's not even really being worried about. But back to the, the, the whole George Floyd thing. It doesn't matter what the guy did in his past. Cops were called. They should have been able to handle the situation peacefully. And they didn't. Since then, that's sparked a whole wide range of, and, and not just that, there's been other, the Breonna Taylor murder, there's, uh, I can't remember the actual guy's name, so I'm not even going to try to, but a, a murder of a innocent man, innocent black man, let me put it that way. He was running in his neighborhood uh, where he lived. Two guys, a father and a son, drive up, you know, chase this guy down, telling him to stop, stop, stop. Guy did nothing wrong. The neighbors in that part of the neighborhood did not get, to, never take the chance. I'm sorry, I shouldn't say did not get, but never took the chance to actually say anything to him. Just hauled up in their truck, shot him. Quite a number of times. And that was it. That guy was younger than me. If I'm not mistaken, in college or about to go to college. And they, these two men, this father and son duo, who believe they were crime stopping a burglary at a house across their from their place thought they were doing the right thing rather than trying to find out who this guy was who this kid was they're serving jail time good I'm sorry senseless killings senseless harm assault all of that is not needed. It's just not. So 2021 rolls around. And we're all still living in fear. The virus hasn't gone away completely. Uh, school districts and communities are 
allowing for faceless mask using, you know, you, you don't have to use your masks, this and that. I think I said that really weird and wrong, too. Um, faceless mask using, wow, uh, maskless faces in public, stuff like that. That's better. We still are losing quite a number of people at a time. It really hits home for me and my family because my mom was affected by it. We lost her. I'm not crying right now, okay? I'm not. I'm trying to keep from my allergies uh, just flaring out, showing its rear end, that kind of thing. Forgot back in 2020. Also, we're we're looking at a lot of name changing for business companies, products, stuff like that. It's been same name has had the same like logo and everything for over 40, 50 years. Some of it almost 100 years. But we're we're all of a sudden now like having to PR our ways, our, ourselves out of so many issues. And then you get to 2021, like I said, you know, some maskless wearings here and there. School districts are easing up a little bit. Uh, then we get to about Christmas, and 2022 rolls around, and now, as of recently, I'm going to say probably about Friday, March 11th or so, something like that, we really hit the uh, massless street, especially my school. But all the meanwhile, that's national news. Right? That's that's all nationally news that the the coronavirus is slowly dissipating that yeah, the numbers are uh, not high but the most common and dominant strain in the in the states now is the Omicron Omicron uh, Omicron Delta Variants like BA.1, BA.2, whatever it is. We, we witnessed such atrocities where, like, a 
apparently now, and, and I hate this because this is my mom's name. Um, and this all started because of women acting out uh, in public, acting out in a manner that they didn't want to do what somebody was telling them to do, they didn't want to do what somebody was asking them to do, so on. You get the point. All these Karens out there. All these Karens out there causing problems. I saw a video yesterday where a woman refused to eat the food she ordered. Why? Because the food was lukewarm. It wasn't hot. It wasn't a, a hot meal as advertised and promised. Um, so she broke the broke the bowl, play whatever it was. Just disgracing this server, cook, bus boy, whatever this guy was. She's yelling at him in his face saying that she wants to see a manager. He directs her to, I don't know what room, whatever, maybe it's a door to outside where there is no manager, obviously. And she's just not not happy about it at all. And he just walks away from the door. Like, it's one of those doors that does not have any glass. Yeah, I think it's one of the doors that goes to a uh, an external exit, stuff like that, and he just locks that door, and he just goes back in, you know, goes back to his job, cleans up the mess, and, you know, just goes back his day. That's how you deal with rude customers, by the way. popular ones, uh, and this was back in 2020, I remember watching this, and I thought to myself, oh my god, this was, I think, like, May or summer of 2020, like, it's around that time, there was this woman in Central Park, it may have been 2021, it could very well have been 2021, I think it more 2021, no, no, it's it's twenty twenty. I was trying to think where you know when I was having uh, my daughter, my second daughter, in twenty twenty one. We were in our new house. This was I remember watching this in, in the townhouse we were living in. Um, a woman in Central Park coming up to a guy yelling and berating him. No, I'm sorry. It's the other way around. She had a dog in Central Park or wherever park it was up in New York, up in the city up there. This made national news. This guy is a photographer. He's just taking pictures, nature, landscape, that kind of stuff. Um, he, he always loved taking pictures and loves taking pictures of birds and everything and she involved the cops the guy just walked up to her 
Shazam, uh, I know the, the law in, in the city says that any animals, any pets that are yours needs to be on a leash in public. And so she started going off on him, started claiming that he was harassing her, abusing her, assaulting her. It was a hate crime. All because he was black, <clears throat> he was taking pictures and everything else. That's not okay at all. That's not acceptable. There's so much stigma back uh, two years ago, and there still is a lot of stigma now. White versus black, black versus white, black on black, white on white. It don't matter. Let me tell you this. I look at my students, I look at my friends, and I don't see, let me rephrase it, because now apparently that's offensive. If you claim you don't see color, that's offensive, apparently now. Let me put it this way. I don't worry about the color of my students' skin. I don't worry about the color of my friends' skin. What I do worry about is how a person acts. If a person acts like they have no common sense, like they have lost their ever-loving mind in going around shooting people, going around harassing people, then yeah, I'm going to have a problem. But there is a lot of people who live in fear based on the color of someone's skin, and they want to claim... Oh, well, you did this and this and that. How would I have ever done that? I'm one of the poorest people on the face of the earth. How would I have ever owned a slave back in the past? That, that's what one of my students just sat there and said, Oh, look, you know, so-and-so, uh, I, I let my name slip yesterday, but um, so-and-so, you know, you, you would have you had us all. Like, we would have been your slaves. No, you wouldn't have been my slaves. I'd have been in the field working with you. Well, what do you mean? My family never owned slaves. At least not to my knowledge. Well, how do you know that? My parents told me. So you can believe what your parents said? Yeah, they never give me a reason to not believe it. That's my grandparents. No, we never did. That's my great grandparents when they were alive. No, we never did. Okay. Let me put it this way: If my parents, grandparents, great grandparents ever owned slaves, why in the hell then were they living in such broken down, beat down houses? My dad has made my my childhood home look awesome. And the fact that it is designed and based off the dimensions of a double-wide trailer, but he's been making home improvements to it the entire time since all of us kids had moved out. Why is it that my grandmother lives in a Mima cottage? Before that, she lived in a trailer. Why is it that my great-grandmother lived in a, what basically to me, 
it's not there no more. It's essentially a bro- was a broken down shack. It had wood panel flooring. It didn't have no um, tile. It may have had some laminate flooring. That was about it. But it didn't have no tile or anything like that. You got a splinter in your foot. You got a splinter in your foot. Why? You walked around barefoot. That was the mentality. This is what you know. This is what I've we we get to deal with now. Why? Because of idiot people, people who base every decision career-wise, personally-wise, like base everything off of how a person looks. I'm going to tell you right now. There is not one good reason for any culture, any race to use the N-word. There's not a good reason to assault anybody or to physically kill somebody. I'm going to get personal a little bit. Locally, it's still getting pretty bad. There are shootings almost every day. Cops are being called out every time. and Nothing is being done. Nothing, not a damn thing. I looked online. I'm not sure uh, where it was. I saw it. I didn't even click on it because I was just like, oh my gosh. A woman was abducted, kidnapped, and severely assaulted. Means severely beaten down by six people. Kidnapped and assaulted by six people. You don't know what the funny thing is? They're all different races. That's what, that's, you know, we're still at with all that, by the way. We have to look at skin color and say it's a race. We as humanity and as a society are never going to get any better if we keep referring to people as race. I love what Morgan Freeman said a while back. 
at the height of all this, at the beginning of all of these problems. He said, if you want to stop thinking of racism and you wanted that to go away, stop referring to people as different. Stop referring to black people as black people. They're just people. I think I'm pretty much paraphrasing and and I'll probably face some backlash on that. But that was the gist of it. That was along the lines of what he was saying. You want to end racism? Everybody stopped using the N-word. Everybody stopped looking at each other differently. Stop treating each other differently. I have uh, my school, because we are a Title I school, we have to do these... Uh, Oh, what was it? It's like a, uh... Well, I know it's something new. Let me put it that way, because I've never seen it at any Title I school. Um, but apparently it's... Definitely want something now. Um, you take a poster paper right doesn't have to be any certain color most common one everybody uses white so that way you see it I know at the elementary school where I work at also for a little bit every day uh, they use yellow pretty just fine oh better but every teacher was given the option to answer four questions uh, students were given the option to answer four questions. Parents were given the option. Administrators were given the option. Everybody had input. It was based on things like what can teachers do to make the education outcomes and learning outcomes of the students here at high school better. Okay. One parent, I kid you not, actually put this. Require everybody to go through cultural competency training. I would have loved to have been in that room when that woman put that and asked her, ma'am, what makes you think we need this? Because you, and I bet, I can almost guarantee you this, this would be her answer. You have no idea what my kids go through every day. No, ma'am, you're, you're right. I, I don't. I have a very good idea. I've never lived it, but I do have an idea. Because I've talked to your kids. I've asked them how they're doing. I've asked them what their home life is like when they come in looking all sad, miserable, depressed, and they want to just get out of there. I have one student. I can't tell you her name. I can't even tell you how old she is. I can tell you this. She lives with her grandmother. She lives with her mom. Her mom is dead. Her mom passed away. She has 
that I know of, at least one sister that's younger than her. I'm not sure if she's got another one or not. The grandmother works at the elementary school where uh, I lived in the same school yesterday. And um, she's been down a bit, the, the student of mine. She's been down a bit lately, and I asked her, I said, you know, are, are you okay? Is there anything I can do to help? Do you, know, you like to talk? You know, whatever have you. She said, no, I'm okay, Mr. Rush. Uh, I, I'm okay. Um, I'm just tired. I'm stressed. I got a lot of stuff going on personally. Uh, between schoolwork and work and everything else. Like, the student didn't have a job until recently. I said, okay, well, just remember, you need to talk, I'm here. I will always listen. You need to rant, rave, you need to scream, whatever. I'm here. She said, I appreciate it. So, there's no the options that So, thank you. That's the kind of thing that makes the difference. Parents are always sitting here jumping down teachers' cases because don't be too friendly, don't do this, don't do that. But then they want to scream that we're being insensitive, giving so much work or whatever. And yet, they were just one way, they were just looking at things one way, but now they're, they're flipping it. Do you get what I'm saying? There is no pleasing everybody in this reality, in this world, in this life, or anything like that. There is no pleasing everybody. But what we can do, the one thing we can do, though, is try to make things better. We can try. And the moment we give up, the moment we refuse to keep trying, is the moment we say, it's perfect as is, let's leave it alone. I've watched so many times the news and seeing killings, seeing people act certain ways towards other people and nothing get better. The protests and riots revolving around the George Floyd murder, Breonna Taylor murder. I guess I can't remember the guy's name. Um, and I feel bad just all you know, just saying that myself. Is it is a very big deal. This this was made publicly noticed nationally now. I just can't remember it right now. murders and everything, and then we go into these whole Asian hate crimes also, and this and that, people who are, like, 
an eighth Asian being assaulted in broad daylight in the streets. Out in front of businesses. Is this what we're really becoming? Is this where we we've got to now? Our government is doing everything possible to keep from having basically a purge. Tensions are always high. And rather than them being and rather than the tensions being high against the right people, the people who continuously mess things up for everybody, we're more concerned about hurting each other. We want no consequences with it. We want no problems with government officials, first responders, or anybody stepping in. Basically, we want our own purge. That's what I keep getting the impression of, is that we want our own purge rather than being law-abiding citizens and doing what's right. We would rather have our own purge cause our own destruction and annihilation than doing what's right for ourselves, for our children, grandchildren, and so on. And that's what makes me worry. That's what keeps me up at night. That's what makes me think that we're never going to get better. I don't know what else to say do about it. I mean, as a teacher, I do everything I can to be as 
equal to be as open and approachable. I always try to tell my students, and I always try to help my students understand that if there's anything they need to talk about, to deal with, need advice on, I'm here for them. I can't solve their money problem issues. I can't fix everything like that. I'm not that guy. I can't go around passing out money to students to take care of themselves, to help their family get out of a struggle. I don't have that kind of money. And I do everything I can students along the way. But I'll tell you right now. I'll tell you right now, as clear as day, as clear as I'm saying right now. It's not it's not one person. I don't even know why my vehicle's beeping at me. be curious about it all day. Be sitting here thinking about it. It's not one person. It's not one group of people. It's going to take everybody. Is going to take everybody and their buy-in and their realization that they do not have the opportunity, time, or anything else to sit there and keep living in fear and living in the past. This will take everybody. All the time. So. This is a sleepy dad. And. I'm going to go ahead and. Get off of here. And go about my day. Try to make a difference. Try to help people. Try to teach my students. Because, you know, they're not getting that at home. They're not getting that, that reinforcement at home. And I will catch you all later. Peace.